Hello. I don't know how we do these intros. Hello. But it's just us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kyla's not here. She had to work late. So. So it is. You are just stuck with the two of us yet again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Kirsten. I'm Joshua. And this is the weird and suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. This is a podcast da, da, about da, da. all things weird and suspicious, excluding true crime. Welcome. If you don't mind, I would like to tell everyone in Michigan about a little craft fair going on, and my grandma is selling blankets, and she would love <laughs> if people went and bought some blankets. It will be on September 11th at the Classic Arcade 1.0 in Goals. From noon to four. And they're raising money for the local rocket football team. So you can just be an all around, I don't know, what is it? Good Samaritan? Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be there or be square. She crochets and home makes blankets, people. And she also has baby things and hats and all these stuff. And you should just do it. Do I seem like a morning person? Or a night owl. Okay, why did they just switch night owl instead of night person? Okay. A morning person or a night owl? An early bird? Yeah, or right. A night owl. <laughs> right. They just skipped a skipped an animal. <laughs> we don't ask questions. <sighs> what you seem more like an early bird, honestly. I am. I am. I am. I feel like you seem like you could be either or whatever the occasion calls for. I can wake up early, but I do not like it. Preferably, I am usually like awake until three-ish in the morning. Okay. And so like you're, that's you're a night that's bird. my yeah. Yeah. See, I I don't say that because I have a lot of crazy friends who like to go to bed like. As the birds wake up in the morning. Um, I just feel like those people should be working third shift. Uh, You would think, but they work like second or first. Okay, well second makes sense. First does not. No. Yeah, one of my friends will be up until like six or seven and then have to wake up at one o'clock for his shift. Yeah, I used to work second shift and I'd go to bed at like 4 a.m. But I would go to the gym after work at like midnight, so. Even when I worked second, I was waking up. It's hard for me to sleep in later than like 10 unless I stay up super, super late. Must be nice. Yeah. No matter what time I go to bed, like on Sunday I went to bed at like 3.30 in the morning and I still woke up at 6 disgusting yeah i went back to sleep but like i still woke up and i could have woke up and stayed up but i was like i am just gonna lay my head down and pray to the gods i fall asleep die very quickly in the next day (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um as a child what did you think i wanted to be oh what did you want to be as a child mine's not mine's very shocking it's not it doesn't make sense my first thought was like a pageant person. That is so funny. Uh, You're gonna be so shocked by my answer. What is it? A, a bull rider. 
a bull rider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what made you want to do that? Like, how many bull riders did you see where you were like, yeah, this is my career path? Okay, so, like, my dad is very much, like, all into that stuff, like, watches NASCAR, all that shit. Like, your regular fucking, uh, I'm just gonna say hick, because that's what it is. Um, So, we used to watch, like, bull riding on TV as, like, a family fun night. Which, like, it probably wasn't really fun. It was probably just uh, trauma. Family fun night. But that's besides the point. And I was just like, wow. I want to do that when I get older. And then, like, completely 180. And then switched to hair and makeup. <laughs> exactly. 110%. Yeah. yeah. But I know how to ride horses. So I, like, uh... I got partly there and i could i started to learn like the horse jump things so i never finished learning but i started to (sighs) um i feel like as a kid josh huh i don't know i feel like maybe you wanted I don't know if you wanted to, but I feel like the idea was that you were supposed to, like, you were just going to be part of the church, like a pastor or something. Yeah. (laughs) You are very correct in that part. Yeah. Um, Like, it maybe wasn't your decision, but, like, that was the option they gave you and you went with it. Yeah, no. So, like, in my church, it's not, like, the career career or in the church that I used to go to. Like, my pastor had a different job, but that was also part of it. Um, but no, I always wanted to do like computer stuff. I wanted to be Mr. Hackerman for a very long time. But uh, a hacker. Yeah, honestly, like that, that doesn't make that doesn't like um surprise me. Yeah, no, it's very very on brand. Yeah. Um, and then for a little bit, I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, probably like most of the time I was in high school, I was thinking about it and I feel like I would have been probably fine with either. I might've done better in law school. Just you're pretty smart. Consistency. But, uh, (laughs) either way, it wasn't cause I was dumb. It's cause I wasn't consistent. (laughs) Oh, like, no, I just feel like a lot of times when people are like, I want to be a lawyer. They're like, usually the stupidest people of the bunch. Oh, yeah. But you're I, not. You're not. I stupid. would have just had to make sure that I actually. I stopped going to classes in in what I did end up in, and so that's always the the part to avoid. Yeah, school's hard. I don't blame anyone uh, who doesn't make it through because school is hard. Exactly. What reality show do you think I'm most likely to binge watch? Explain. Ooh. I feel like you're a bachelor, like, Love Island kind of girl. I've never seen those. Ooh. What did you watch? Do you watch reality shows? I occasionally will watch the Kardashians. Okay. Which, in its own, I think makes sense. Yeah. I think that um, yours would be, like, a... 
I don't know. Like, isn't there one about like the mafia families? I don't know. I feel like there was once upon a time, and I could be just making that up. I could be lying. Um, but I feel like there was one, and I feel like that was something you would watch. Maybe, maybe. Um, I always watched Big Brother. I watched Big Brother oh. all time when i was growing up so those were fun reality shows to watch um otherwise yeah i don't really watch too too much reality tv me either oh i like do does like the impractical jokers kind of shows oh i I like those things i think they count but i also think they don't count yeah yeah because like it is real life but also it's not (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like very scripted and staged still it's just not everyone's involved on the joke um i am doing the holdra the holdra yeah it is a norwegian swedish folklore slash cryptid and i know that we have i think we have a listener in sweden um and she's one of the few people that follow us on our podcast, I think. Or on our podcast, on our Instagram, so. Oh, nice, nice. Thank you, thank you. I could be wrong. I could just be a coincidence, but. How many strangers are also listening to our podcast and follow, like, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. And in that country, I feel like it's not a lot. So, the Holdra, or Holdra folk, means to hide. Another name is the Skalstra. I know I'm saying this wrong. I'm so sorry. Skoksaroa. Skoksaroa? I suppose. Skoksaroa. Well, we have it how it's supposed to be said. We'll accept that. I just don't think that I could pronounce that in any way. I don't think that I could either. Yeah, no. Because there's kind of like a... An accent, like... Like a, a tongue a thing that, that I just can't do. A letter that we do not say in English. <laughs> like not rolling your R's, but like something along those lines that I just cannot do. Um, but this just means uh, spirit of the forest, that's a woman, is essentially, when you break it down, what it means. So a Scandinavian... Is Scandinavia a country or is that just like the area um scandinavia scandinavia is, is a country the three countries oh okay it's finland norway and sweden i think okay yeah yeah so it's a scandinavian uh little cryptid slash folklore um it is a seductive forest creature and a god came to visit a woman on wash day and that is where apparently you clean all your children and she could only clean half of them and um so she hid the other half she's like get the fuck out of here hide from the gods you dirty heathens but he's like i'm a god i know they're dirty and i know you're hiding them from me are you ashamed of your dirty kids um and he's like you if you're ashamed? <laughs> he's like if you're ashamed of your dirty kids like you don't want you don't want me to see them i'm not going to let the rest of the world see them so they became invisible he made them invisible um and so the whole dry is the descendants of these dirty invisible kids which like 
honestly, how they came about, I think, is uh, more of a reason than how, like, like no one's telling us how fairies came. Honestly. They're not, like... There's actually lore behind how they came into existence instead of, uh... There's just, they're just here. They, they exist. Yeah, like, there's <laughs> stories behind how sirens came. Mm-hmm. That isn't just, uh, they came from somewhere else. Yeah. Over yonder. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a f- usually a female being with long hair, oftentimes blonde, but sometimes red. Very pretty. We have, like, a very pretty, breathtaking cryptid here. Um, from behind, though, she looks hollow. It says, like, an old tree trunk so i'll post a picture it's like almost like where her spine is just like uh almost like how an owl's thing oh, i wish i seen the video on a on the youtube i was watching about it so let me see if i can find the picture real quick like they can do like the full rotation thing or um no okay so i'm gonna also add this because i'm gonna send it to you and you're gonna be like what the fuck is that? Of course. Um, so she also has a tail. Oftentimes a cow tail, sometimes a fox tail. Oh, it's like there's like a fish, like there's a split in their back yeah. that has... Like almost like where an owl would go. Out. Yeah, I don't know if there's usually branches coming out. I think that's just like, someone was just like, let's make it cool as fuck. I, like you, the knots or in like the holes for like birds and stuff in a tree... Mm-hmm. I think that's more what it's supposed to be like. Yeah, the splits in the trees that a lot of birds will make nests in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like in their back. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then I, she also had a cow's tail, sometimes a fox tail, which I'm sure some people now would be really into that. Um. So she is a pretty hollow woman, you know. Like most of us. They are seen only when they want to be seen. So they choose when they're invisible and when they're not. Which honestly is pretty fucking cool to me. She is oftentimes, most times naked. Sometimes draped in leaves. And then sometimes she is dressed like a farm girl. um, In like the medieval times. Which I just assume milkmaid dress. Yeah, probably. Because milkmaid is kind of Scandinavian too, is it not? Uh-huh. Or Dutch? Yes. One of those countries At over least there? Dutch. Somewhere over somewhere over in Europe. They're all the same over there, right? Right. Yeah. They're they're very close and in like like uh the mileage between them compared to the US. So Oh to me, true. Um I'm like it's not that far. I know they're different in like cultures and stuff, but some stuff kind of overlaps. They do have male ones, but the only thing I could find is that they're ugly and look like trolls. And they're wrinkled and old. <laughs> so <laughs> they kind of just hide the them away. The women steal all of their, all of their Honestly, beauty and youth. That's how it should be. Uh, if not, kind of how it is a little bit. Um, exactly. <laughs> they have a mermaid version of her, a cave version, and then just like the woods version, which is the Huldra. And... um. She often has cows of her own, and they're very big, fat cows with lots of milk, lots of meat, just, like, plentiful, 
livestock. Big old cows with yeah. all of the milk. She's like, I don't go hungry. I'm never thirsty. Look at my cows. This thing will last me for a couple of years. Look at my cow. <laughs> he eats grass and turns it into milk that I feed <laughs> off of. Um, they're wild cows, and like when you're like wandering around, you're like, ooh, a wild cow, but like don't be fooled. It's not wild. It's the Holdra's, one of the Holdra people's cows. Okay, so then there's a thing called the Wild Hunt, which I think is something that would be cool to cover, but I was really confused by, and I think I'd have to do a lot more research. So there's different, like, versions of it, depending on the country you're in. But in Scandinavia, part of it is that, Od- Od- like, the Od- god Odin was... Mm-hmm like the leader and he was just like striking down i was confused because the way that he the way that some people worded it was that he was using supernaturals and monsters to like attack humans but then in some other ways it was worded to where he was trying to kill some of these super i that's why i'm confused but he was trying to kill the holdras at some point in time for some reason because they're beautiful hollow woman he can't have them i don't know I don't know. They definitely like, <laughs> do. They do bad things. Like what? If I run into one in the woods, will I die? It depends. I think as far as cryptids go, they're on the nicer side. I would say they're kind of like a fairy. How like fairies are kind of like nice, but sometimes mischievous. Fair enough. Fair enough. They just are kind of there to yeah. fuck around. Not necessarily going to murder you, but. If it happens, they're not going to be too broken up about it. So she will lure people into the forest and, like, lure them away. And she, it gets a little, a little, um, past PG-13. What's past that? R-rated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. R? R-rated. So she consensually, I've only seen that in, like, one source, but, um, we'll go with it. Consensually, she will sleep with people. And then if it was good, she's like, high five good job thank you very much would you like a wish or a gift um sometimes the gift is like uh helps your crops helps your cows or if you're a hunter she will blow down the barrel of your gun and then you will never miss a shot so she's just like and then you just like perfect shot every single time uh, if you don't do a good job, though, she will eat you. <laughs> or I had to sleep with the girl in the forest. She was gonna make <laughs> give make my weapon magic. I'm sorry, honey. If I didn't do well enough, then I could have gotten eaten. Is that what you would have wanted? Yeah, it sounds like some some men maybe made this up. <laughs> yeah, I know she just looked like a typical farmhand. Sometimes she looks like that. But she had a hole in her back and a cow tail. I promise. <laughs> Pictures aren't invented yet. You're just going to have to believe me. I'll draw it for you. (laughs) Uh, Which is so funny. Um, She also does like the changelings like fairies do where she changes out her babies for like a little human baby. Also like, okay, I feel like maybe I mentioned this before, but like, do you think they're treating the human babies nicely when they take them? 
No, the human baby dies. <gasps> they kill it? <gasps> like, the whole point is, like, they can't raise their own children. And so they're like, you go pretend to be this child. I don't think that they, they might not outright kill it, but, like, it doesn't get raised. Oh, no. They're just like, here, I thought they were just take doing care a kid of my swap. child instead. Well, they are, but they're doing it because they <laughs> physically can't take care of a child, so. I thought they were like, funny, haha, we're going to swap our kids, and now you have a little changeling on your hands. We just wanted a little human child. We heard that they were boring and just I just, like, out. thought it was just like a, like a, like their version of a petty thing to do. No, I think it like, like a secret I it prank. Was just uh, <laughs> it I mean, is I'm a sure, secret prank. I'm sure I'm wrong in it. They did. They didn't make it. The human childs didn't make it. But <laughs> I was pretending my this entire time that they were just <laughs> in my heart. I would like to believe that they're just out there in the fairy realm, living their thriving. best lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thriving. They have their own little community there. They wow. found a nice a nice significant other that also was changed linked. Oh yeah. See Yeah, they're that just they're cute. just living out living out their lives. Or like I guess at the very least they could be like their Cinderella. Like they don't have to kill it. They could like if I mean if the options are like kill it or make it a servant, just like make it a servant. I mean you should love it, but like I feel like if they made them a servant, it they would be treated like cinderella like yeah but isn't that better than dying i mean technically i guess i could i could be wrong and then some people are going to be like wow but like imagine imagine like (laughs) cinderella found a prince human being just being like like i feel like they would be worse to you than just like a stepmother you don't think that they're, like, changing them out when they're older? Being like, thanks for raising my kid nice and well. Now you have this weird kid that grew up in the fairy world and is kind of off. Maybe, but I doubt it. It doesn't feel correct in my heart. Like, I just, like, I honestly was hoping it was just a giant prank just to fuck with humans. Not because of, like, they were incapable of raising a child. Yeah, I always thought it was because they like physically were unable to. But I mean, I'm you're not really you're positive. you're probably right, and I'm probably wrong in many of the things that I have just said in different <laughs> ways. Probably a little bit morally, but and another thing, if you don't do well by her, you um will wander in the woods and be lost forever and go crazy. Ah, of course, just a casual uh, stroll through the woods until you go insane. Pretty normal. Pretty usual. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. If that's if that's just how it worked, like if you didn't do a good enough job and you just went crazy, that would be funny. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> her in, in like all of the trees just being like, you had a tiny dick. <laughs> and that's all that the person hears until they die. They're just like being, but there's a word for that. Just being so mean and degrading. Uh, Just degrading them until they go crazy. It's just a big degradation forest, except until the one guy that's really into that gets in there. (laughs) 
I think that's why this like uh folklore is kind of like more interesting because there's like a lot of like sexualness. Oh, a lot to of this. random things to the that they're just throwing it in there. That's why I'm like men. I think made part of this up. Yeah, I swear if I didn't give it my all, honey. <laughs> I would be cursed. <laughs> or eaten. Those are my those are my only two options. Those were cursed my or only eaten or do great. <laughs> um I have some to go places... back there tomorrow. I really do. <laughs> you said you would come Do get you want me to eat good this winter? Do we want our pigs to be fat and feed as well? I gotta go. I think you do, honey. Oh, it's almost like gambling. Honest. Honestly, <laughs> it's it's just like a, I don't even know, like a sport. <laughs> like he's like, I did well today. Hell yeah! Bringing home the bacon today. Do you think that you could like stack what you had? Like, you can get, like, the really good forest or the really good uh, yields from their crops the next year. And then they go back and then they get the enchanted gun. And then they go back again and they're like, make my family healthy. Like, do you think... I think if can... you're... I think if you're that good, I think it's possible. I mean, as long but as you're then... not, like, crossing her or doing her wrong, I don't think that she's gonna say no. I don't think she's gonna do anything bad. But then imagine, like, she just gets tired of you on the last one and just still eats you. Uh, yeah, you'd have to be stepping your game up with in some sort of way every single time, yeah. I feel. And then, like, you, you, that's why I'm like, it's like gambling. Like, you kind of have to know when to stop. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, last time I made <laughs> it by the skin of my teeth. She didn't give me an enchantment, but she let me live. In some places, she marries usually a local farmer boy, and in the middle of their ceremony, when the priest touches her to be like, now say your vows, lovely young lady. How humans see her, so like her enchantment or whatever, glamour, whatever you want to call it, goes away, and humans can now see that she is not a human. So, it's not that, in some lores, she's ugly. They're like, wow, look at this ugly beast. And then in some, she just kind of looks like a tree. And I imagine, like, the little guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, but, like, a woman version. Like, with a hot body, maybe. <laughs> this whole thing happens. The wife's like, no, I have to stop him this time. Uh, Goes out. He's just he's just hucking a tree. Uh, well, this, this is when she gets married. So, I mean, she's made it to... Uh, at least hand in marriage at this point. Okay, okay. I put hot Pinocchio. <laughs> hot Pinocchio. Interesting. In some weddings, when they receive the blessing, it makes their tails disappear, and now that and now they're human. So it either falls off on the night of their wedding when they consummate their marriage and then like so the dude just like wakes up and there's just like a, a disattached tail in the bed that would be alarming um or sometimes this is where they see the tradition of having like a bridesmaid or a maid of honor comes in because they have a woman stand up with them and when your tail falls off as soon as you get married they take the tail so no one sees and now you're a human Oh, interesting, interesting. So I don't know if that's where 
maid of honors and stuff come in every culture, but like it could be in theirs, and I think that's pretty fucking cool. So these e thoughts. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so what is this a? What do you think this is an allusion to? Because what it's sounding like is like the enchantment of being a woods a woods spinster is you finally get married. I wait. What? Do you, um. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good way to phrase this, but it just seems very weird. Seems very like. Like, the only way to become a human is to get married. Yeah. Yeah, like, encouraging marriage a little too much. Exactly, exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, that demon woman who who just wants to be slept with well. Yeah, well, yeah. I think this is where, like, the other part Seems was the very men making it negative. up. That's where I think the other part was the men making it up, and I think this part is where, like, the women were adding to the story, like, the wives. Because, like, girls aren't always girls' girls, let's be honest. And back then, they definitely weren't. So, like, that's kind of where I think the wives were like, yeah, but she had a tail. And, like, the only way to get rid of it was to get married to a human. And that's why she's sleeping with her husband. She doesn't like you. She just wants to become a human and get married. Hilarious. <laughs> Everyone's just trying to cope. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's like the witch trials, but like now the whole I'm making this up. This isn't real, but like they're like, um, but she has a tail. <laughs> but she has a tail. She's not a married, tail. so she must have a tail. Uh oh that's lord. Really funny. Um so if her husband is mean, she straightens him up by showing him how strong she is. And a lot of times that is like by bending a horseshoe. Which I don't know if you've ever like held a horseshoe. Held a horseshoe, yeah. but that shit's hard to fucking bend. That shit's no. in general just heavy. Impossible. Yeah. So uh and then he gets it together and he doesn't act up anymore. Yeah, I don't think I would either. If somebody's just like <laughs> Imagine what I could do to, like, your skull as they just, like, bend a horseshoe. Yeah. I have a horseshoe on my wall, and I could not bend that shit. I, I don't think, like... It's pretty fucking people thick. together could b- bend a horseshoe. Yeah. They're, like, at least a fourth of an inch thick. Oh, yeah. They're really thick, and they're just, like, full, like, steel or iron, usually. Something, yeah. If you betray her and you're, like, uh, her husband, sometimes she becomes violent and she beats them with her tail. So I imagine she's just, like, waving her butt in the air, whack you in the face with her tail if it hasn't fallen off through the marriage part. Um, she has, she is nice. So if you're, like, a little, like, workman, farm guy, whatever, and you're tired and you need a little nap but your kids are with you, she's like, you can take a nap. I'll watch your kids. Like, don't worry about it. And then she'll watch your kids for you. And, um... And they'll be fine and normal and definitely not changed. Well, no, really. (laughs) And then sometimes... Okay, so... There's stories that... Okay, well, here's another one with the marriage part. That she will take the guy 
to her home because they need new blood so that they are inbreeding a lot. And this just leads me to believe that maybe there was mountain people that were inbreeding a lot. So they made that part of the folklore, which is just kind of sad to me. Which also, like, inbreeding can lead to genetic defects, like having tails. So maybe this is real. (gasps) Interesting, interesting. Well, if you were also, like, I am a Haldra, and my daughter got married to a human, my family now would be higher up in society, because now my daughter would be a human, and we would also help the human family out, because, like, why not, and we would bless their farm with stuff, and then a lot of times you, so she, the cows that are hers, if she lives with them, they, like, will be in the mountains in the summertime and come down in the wintertime, And if you leave a spot for them to nap, her and her cows and stuff, and, like, leave some offerings out for her, she will be nice to you and, like, bless your farm and stuff. Um, You're not supposed to throw dirty water into the pasture in case you throw it onto her because if you throw dirty water on her, she's going to be really mad and she's going to curse you. If your your fire stove, you fall asleep, she watches it so it doesn't get too hot because she doesn't want your house to burn down and she doesn't want the forest to burn down or the village, which is very nice of her. So a lot of times they'll leave her out like a little snack. So while when she's watching the fire, she has something to eat. Um, And then if you marry her, her and all of her cows just now become part of your farm and you got these big, fat, juicy cows. You get some nice, new, fancy cows. Midsummer's night is like their fucking holiday, and at the cr- at crossroads, they'll offer you a gift, but if you take it, it's actually just more like a curse. Weird. Yeah. So don't accept gifts from them at a crossroads. Yeah, at uh, Midsummer's night. Midsummer. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a pretty like you can avoid that day date range pretty easily. Yeah, I think just- so. Don't I go think as far as like uh, Scandinavia folklore and cryptids go, she's uh she's not that bad. I could handle it. Exactly. I could, exactly. I could live in peace with some of with a Haldra folk. Very confident in your abilities. I understand. I understand. Yeah, I'm also not oh. interested in women, so it's not like I'm gonna wander upon them and do something bad. Fair, fair. Well, no. <laughs> I, I would be more afraid of, like, the Midsummer cults that are... Have you seen the Midsummer movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would be more afraid of. The whole draw, it'll be fine. Everything's fine. Well, that's my story. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Today, I have a goat man story. <gasps> Yay! Um, a very similar style to the other stories. This comes from a per- first-person account that was posted. Love a first-person. Always the first-persons. And uh, I have at least one, and then we'll see where we are at. Anywho. So, this story comes from um, a dude when he was 16. He had some family down in Alabama. They had a farm... With a huge amount of land kind of outside of Huntsville, Alabama. I know where that's at. The uncle owned a big house with a bunch of trailers that they kind of just put out in the woods for hunting or camping. And then um, down south, 
the cousins suggested that, like, oh, we should, like, go to one of these and go camping for the weekend. The kid is originally from Chicago, and so he gets teased, just like, ah, like, city boy, whatever. Whenever he's, like, they're trying to, like, do necessities, like, collecting food, trying to, like, catch animals and get, like, stuff to camp out for a few days. Right when they get there... The camp is just, like, it's pretty obviously that something's weird. The air has a weird electric smell, like, right before a storm, like the ozone smell, if you know what that is. Like, you can smell when rain's coming. Yeah, like, when you can smell when it's, like, a storm coming, rather. Yeah. They don't really think, like, too, too much of it, like, oh, it might rain, like, whatever. And so they just unpack, get their stuff settled, go down to the creek to swim for a few hours. All of a sudden, an older white guy and um, his, like, teenage, uh, and a teenager come out of the bushes. He has a shotgun in the crook of his arm and just says hello and asks what we're doing, like, this far back in the woods. This is t- um, they told him about his uncle, who he knows, uh... And they say that we're camping out. Just says, uh, you have to be real careful out there and to, like, stick together because there was a big animal somewhere in the woods. Um, his son, who was a, kind of around their age, around, like, 16, 17, um, asks if he can stay and hang out with us. And they just say, okay. Which seems super weird to me. It also like, just, like, reminds me in scary movies, like, if you stop at the gas station and they're, people are like, you be careful out there, and then they all get murdered. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, like, usually so, they're not just like, oh, my the son, bushes. go, go oh, hang yeah. out with, the, with these guys, which this was a while ago. And, like, they kind of, they didn't actually know each other, but they're like, ah, you're my uncle or his friend. Like, it's probably fine. So anyway, the new kid's name is Tanner, and they end up just playing football. There's um, him, the new kid, Tanner, five of his cousins, and four of their friends. And so it was five girls and six boys all together between, like, 15 and 17. So, like, children. Yeah. Little babies. Little babies running around in the woods unsupervised. Honestly, I was running around in the woods at that age unsupervised. So was I. (laughs) It wasn't a good idea. No, no, no. Definitely not a good idea. (laughs) Um, But anyway, they just kind of, like, chill that first day. Just kind of, like, walk around doing random camp activities. And then they end up going back to camp to pull out some stuff for a campfire just to kind of set something out to chill out outside. Both of the trailers had, like, little kitchens in them. They just were like, ah, campfire, like, we're out in the woods. Tanner says that he wants to run home and just ask, like, if he can, like, fully stay, like, spend the night there and all of that stuff. Their cousin, Rooster, says that he's gonna go with him just, uh... Since it's getting pretty dark, one of the girls says that she's going to go walk with them too. So it's like three people that are going out. It's just like, ah, probably don't want him to go out alone, but also don't want to leave dude alone with him. Yeah, so split up. Exactly. And so the three of them kind of go out. It's about seven o'clock, starting to get dark. 
They take uh, flashlights and take the trail towards Tan's property, Tanner's property. And then the rest of them just kind of, like, chill, make s'mores, drink, chill out. Like, normal, like, you left your children out alone in the woods for weekend things. Yeah. About 30 or 40 minutes later, they had, like, the smell of ozone came over, like, really, really strong. So you could smell it over the fire, and it had this, like, really nasty coppery smell, like, right after you had a nosebleed and it stopped. It wasn't, like, exactly like dried blood, but it had that, like, nasty metallic, like, back of your throat smell. Yeah, ew. Like pennies. Yeah, exactly. They immediately think, like, oh no, like, some electrical malfunction happened in the house, like, somebody left a hot plate on something. And they search around the trailers, but there's nothing on. And everyone can, like, smell it, but they have no idea where it's coming from. All of a sudden, we can hear people booking it down the path towards us. And Rooster, Tan, and the girl all come running into the clearing, just, like, super out of breath. And they don't even break uh, stride. They just all run into the trailer right by where the fire is. They immediately are just like, nope, not going to fucking deal with this. Like, everyone, they they never said anything, the three people that ran in. But they're like, we're going to get into the trailers and figure this out before. We don't want to try to figure this out outside. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, Oh, they end up calming down a little bit. But, like, even Rooster is just, like, crying at this point. And then... All of the, and, uh, while, like, they're kind of calming down, the fire is kind of going lower and lower, is, like, they're kind of running low on light. One of the other cousins just says, fuck it, and they're gonna go outside to get the generator out of a shed between the trailers to bring it inside and, like, get the electricity going inside. Tanner immediately says no, locks the door, and just said nobody else is going outside. And he goes on to tell them that they went up to his house and his father said sure he'd go out camping but to make sure that they were careful on the way back maybe like they can take one of the hunting rifles just in case. Evidently Tanner had seen something in their yard a few days before and then one of their pigs had come up ripped it up and half eaten. They assumed it was some big cats or coyotes and even though like they usually don't mess with animals and uh he's like yeah um i'll grab it'll be fine like he just went upstairs packed his stuff and told his dad like ah it's probably just coyotes and they avoid people so we'll be fine and then they started walking back towards where they were camping he says that they had gotten halfway into the woods towards the camp when they started to hear shit in the forest it was almost black by this time, so they were sure at f- they weren't sure at first. Uh, they weren't really sure what it was, and the girl said that she heard something in the bushes right off of the trail. And when they beamed their flashlights over there, there was somebody standing back in the woods in a little hollow. Rooster said they had sh- uh, they had shouted at him and told him that he was like scaring them and like, "What are you doing?" And he says that's when they realized the guy was facing away from him. And when they kept walking, they started noticing that ozone smell. And they said 
that they just took off. Um, they said that they look off into the forest on the opposite side, and that dude is still standing there, um, still facing like out backwards, like into the forest, but he's slightly closer to the path. So now they like start kind of like going faster. Tanner's like, I should have just grabbed the rifle. Even like just as they're like telling this story, in the cabin, the smell like is getting super strong. And so it's like getting stronger like while his friends are like telling the story. Like of pennies. Like of pennies. Like the really big, bad, like ozone, like something. Have you ever smelled like do you know when a I heater first when... clicks on too? Just like the smell of like electrical burning that sometimes happens. Because I can smell when rain is coming, but it's to me the same smell when it's gonna storm too. I guess like it's more when a heavy rain is coming. Yeah, when a heavy rain is coming or like you've if you've never smelled it then it's hard to describe. But, like, when electronics burn. Like, kind of like plastic burning, but also, like... A little more metally. Yeah, a, a decent amount more metally. Okay, yeah, yeah. But anyway, they say that after they started walking faster, there was a kind of low, like, gibbering noises that had started coming out of both sides of the woods. And then that's when they just started booking it back towards the trailer. The girl said that she had flashed her flashlight into the woods to the side of them and saw something jerking itself through the woods. And the noises just kept getting louder and louder until they could see the light from the campfire. And they just flat out ran as hard as they could into the trailer. At this point, they're all just like out in the middle of the woods. Their friends just came back freaking out saying that they saw... At least a person, but also, like, some weird shit happening out in the woods. And a weird smell. And a weird smell that everyone can kind of feel at this point. All of a sudden, another cousin, Junior, starts going on about how he went to school with a native kid that was telling him about the goat man or some shit in the area. At that time, they're all just like, shut the fuck up. We don't need to talk about spooky shit. Like, it's probably yeah. just, like... Some people being dumb and we need to be scared enough about that. Um, but he just kept going on and on about how like, ah, oh, it's the goat man and we're in his woods and da 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 da. You are in his woods. Exactly. It says now at the time I had never heard of a goat man or anything like that. A couple of years a couple of years after it's basically, he found out that it's basically just a man with a head of a goat that can shapeshift, and he gets among groups of people to terrorize them. It's also kind of supposed to be like a, the Wendigo, where, like, even talking about it is not good, and, like, you're not supposed to look at it if it's in the area. Yeah. Have you heard that about the Wendigo? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But then it says, keep in mind, um, back when he was 16, he had no idea about, like, anything with the goat man. And so, um, when, so his cousin is just going on and on, like, ah, they're gonna come get us. The girls are all terrified. The cousins are, like, freaking out. It's like, is it just some hillbillies or is it some animal that's just, like, out here terrorizing us? So they didn't and, realize it was a goat man until later on? 
So the dude didn't really know what a goat man was until later on. So he just like was later on down the road and connected the dots. It was like, oh, yeah, shit. it, it okay. was. Um, he just like had a roommate that was native and asked him about it like later on in his life. But he at the time didn't know, and I'm sure that this I'm pretty sure this was before like the internet was prevalent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can you imagine? You're like, one time I was in the woods, and then the person was like, fucking goat man. Honestly, no idea what that shit is. And you're like, excuse me, what? <laughs> All of a sudden, like, after they're kind of like freaking out trying to figure out what's going on, the smell just goes away. So it's like, to this day, I haven't experienced anything like it. Smells usually will fade away or like get less over time. It just literally was there one second and gone the next. That's weird. So, like, they're still kind of, like, freaked out. And they end up staying in the trailer for about an hour. And at this point, it's 9 or 10. And so they, like, are like, hey, we, like, it's calmed down now. Nothing's, like, really harassed us. We should probably go outside and stoke the fire again. Um, they figure it was just some assholes trying to fuck with them. And so they didn't uh, go back home because they thought like, oh, we don't want to be like outside in the woods trying to walk back home and have them like chase us through the woods or some crazy shit. Yeah. I wouldn't walk home in the dark either, to be honest. So nothing else weird happened that night. They stayed another night and for the main part of the night, nothing really happens. At about 1 a.m., they were outside getting drunk, telling ghost stories, and someone is about to, like, finish a story, the smell just comes back. And it's so fucking strong that one of them literally starts vomiting. Ew. Like, immediately just very, very strong smell. They stand up and you, they just could immediately feel how clammy the air was. And they're just like, we need to get inside. Like, this isn't right. We should have just left, Like, but we need to get inside right now. Uh, they all go back inside and they're standing around. The one cousin is just like, goat man's back. Time to pack on his bullshit. One of the other cousins is just like, please just shut up. Like, we don't need this right now. Yeah. All the while, like, the dude's just, like, feeling like something is wrong and can't figure out what the fuck, like, is. Like, why he's just feeling like something is really, really wrong besides, like, the smell. Um, they end up sitting there for a while, and the smell is just so strong that they're just, like, terrified and all huddled in the camper. Eventually, they end up, like, cooking brats for everyone just, like, in the camper because uh, they just, like... Don't nobody wants to go outside. They said it's one of those packs with four brats in a pack, and we have a total of three packs. I grill them up on the stove and give everyone a hot dog. I get mine, and after a while, one of my cousins goes over to the pot to get another. He starts grumbling about uh, how the fuck do I get two and everyone else only got one, and I look at him like he's stupid. Says I tell him that everyone only got one because there were only 12 rots and if he wants more just like go open a new pack like it's not that big of a deal. Anyway that's when the girl who had been out with Rooster and Tan like the one girl that was kind of out with them 
just started uh, basically like crying, shivering. She was just saying like, oh, Jesus, oh, Lord, like get out. Was just saying that. And then it dawns on the cousin standing up what's wrong. Me and him both glance around the room and I feel my heart sink. I run the fuck out of the cabin and the girl runs out with us. The trailer door is banging against the side of the trailer and everyone's just booking it around the cabin. One of my friends asks us what's wrong and I start counting. There's only 11 of us now. Says, I shit you not, my cousin verified there had been 12 people in the cabin. But being that everyone didn't really know each other that well, like no one had really noticed that there was an extra person the whole time. Says, and then I realized earlier that I kind of noticed something was off. You know how when you're just like messing around, like you having a good time, you don't really sweat small things. You don't always like keep track of certain stuff. He says, but I'm dead sure that someone else had been in the trailer with us and that they had been in there for the entire day, just like eating with them, existing with them. Says, and what makes it worse is that I couldn't figure out which one because I don't think anyone actually interacted directly with that other person. The girl just kind of like kept praying and they were all sitting outside. Eventually they went and got sticks and went back to the cabin and there was no one there. We count again and there's 11 people. We go back into the trailer and lock the door. Um, we explain kind of like to the rest of the group like what happened and why they were freaked out. And the girl says that she realized it too and that she was about to say something and the person sitting next to her grabbed her leg hard and leaned over towards her saying something that she couldn't understand. They uh, are just kind of like huddled together, freaked out. Eventually they fall asleep. Says, when I wake up, the sun is just coming up. Half the people are asleep and the other half are packing their shit up. We all want to walk back home, but like four people want to stay until the sun is all the way up. And some people are just like thinking that they're fucking around and they still want to stay at the trailers. They're like, ah, nah, nothing really happened. You're just freaking out because of nothing. And so the girl's name that like the goat man had touched and that like freaked out was named Kiara says anyway i ask her if she really thinks th that it was something bad and she just says that she wants to go home and it's not going to be out in the woods for another night um they decide to split the people up and the four that want to go can go and that they have to stay the main person's like i have to stay because i have the keys to the cabin and it's my uncle's and i have to lock up Says I'm super pissed at this point because I feel like the people aren't taking shit seriously and I definitely don't want to be in the woods for another night. So I spend the rest of the day trying to convince the rest of the people, now four girls and four guys, just like, we need to go. Like, let's not be here again. Tanner leaves with them to go get a rifle and says that he's going to be back. And so there's just seven of them left and this is about 4 o'clock p.m. Around um, five, Tanner hadn't made it back yet, and so he was getting kind of anxious and was just like, and was just like, the only reason I am okay with us staying another night is because he said he was going to go get a gun. And then another half an hour passes, and one of the cousins says that Kiara's outside. And um, they all look outside, and sure enough, she's standing by the fire pit with her back to the cabin. I'm thinking to myself, like, she was so fucking scared. Why would she come back? So then I get this nasty feeling in my gut. 
And then um, keep in mind the whole time that coppery smell was gone, but now they realize they can smell it just a little bit. So I say this to the rest of them and everybody, and these people that wanted to stay in the woods um, after like that whole thing are laughing at him and saying like, ah, you guys set this up to scare us. It says, I'm just looking at them like, I'm not bullshitting you right now. Why the fuck would I do that? Says, so one of the girls goes outside to get Kiara and she gets about halfway to her and stops cold. Says Kiara starts heaving. I don't know how to describe it. Sort of like um, if someone with their back turned was laughing without making any sound. Like just kind of like convulsing a little bit. Yeah. Says, and it was this fact that I th- that made me notice that there was not a sound in the entire fucking woods. It was just a dead silent. And so they step out of the door and yell at, like, the girl that went out there to, like, get back in the fucking trailer. She backs up into the trailer and they lock the door, pull down all the shades except one, and someone puts a chair there to watch her. She stands there for another 20 minutes or so, and the guy just, the guy that was watching her just turns to say, like, hey, she's still there. And there's a huge fucking bang on the door. It says they all jump and the banging is super loud. And then we hear Tanner and he's just saying, like, let me the fuck in, stop playing. And so they open the door and he just stumbles in with a rifle. No one else is outside. It says evidently he walked out in the campsite. Nothing weird had happened at first. But he had seen a girl. But he said it wasn't Kiara. So it wasn't the same person that they had been seeing inside of the cabin. And when he had gotten to the edge of the clearing, she had just turned towards him and, like, was just kind of, like, watching him as he was, like, going to the trailer. And then he said it wasn't until he was already almost halfway there that he realized she was getting closer to him. And she had just, like, gotten very, very close in the time that, uh, they were, that she was waiting for somebody to let him in. Says he looks around the room um, and gets super pale. Says he pulls me to the side and whispers in my ear, you know there are only six of you in here, right? And I get that feeling where your stomach drops. It had been back inside of the trailer while they were sorting out where to go. And when they all went outside to talk earlier in the day, it had just slipped right back in. So as we look out to the window and no one is out there and we recount everyone and basically they go over how many people were here earlier and everyone says eight and now they do the count again and there's only seven people. And so it's just been like going in and out. So they get into a huge argument about it where the main dude and Tanner are just like something has been someone has been sneaking in themselves into the trailer without them knowing and just like mingling with them, or and then at but, like, worst, no one knows. Like no one noticed. So at best, it's just some like psycho doing it, and at worst, like something in the forest is fucking with them. One of the girls is crying, saying that she wants to go right now, and they're trying to tell her like, no, we're not gonna walk through the fucking woods in the middle of the night. At this point, the sun is going down, and it's starting to get cloudy. Like we're not gonna go walk into the woods with that thing for sure. Yeah. And says we eat something and turn on the radio for a while, but can't really get a station out there, so they just turn it off. And around that time, Tanner's cousin shows up. 
And at this point, the sun is just barely over the horizon. His cousin comes up with a heavy-duty, like, lantern flashlight and then another rifle. He walks over to the trailer and whispers, and, like, they're like, Tanner, is that your cousin? Like, making sure that it's just not some random dude. And then the guy looks behind him and then all around the camp, like, his cousin. And it's just, like, a little bit confused. And he says, hey, where's, like, your other buddy at? Says, uh, I figured she would meet me up at the cabin. Is she, like, kind of, like, like, is she gonna be okay out there? Is it always a girl? It's been a girl. So I think the first time that they saw it out in the woods, when it was just the three people, it was a guy. And then the rest of the time it had been a girl. Okay. He said that he had, that they had come down the same trail that Tanner had been using to, like, go back and up to the houses. There was just, like, one of your little buddies, or one of your guys' buddies was standing out in the middle of the trail just looking at him. He said he asked her a bunch of questions, but she never responded, and then just, like, smiled at him. And he just said that he kept walking, but couldn't, like, but she couldn't seem to keep up with him and just kept, like, kind of falling behind. Eventually, he, like, turned around because he was, like, kind of, like, keeping up with her and she was just gone. And so he had assumed, like, she had either taken a shortcut through the woods or something was going on. They eventually tell him the whole thing and he just nopes the fuck out. Like, they kind of expected him to say, like, oh, you guys are full of shit, whatever. But he's like, yeah, no, like, something's fucked up. They're just, like, freaking out. Cousin's there. And around 11, oh, around 11 p.m., the stink of copper actually, like, starts becoming, like, a gross blood smell. Ew. Like, Ew. cooking blood and singed hair. I'm sorry. Who the fuck knows what that smells like? Who's like, I know what cooking blood and singed hair smells like together. So, I feel like farmers do. Like, <laughs> I feel like they know Farmers all just of know. the smells. Exactly. They're like, oh yeah, I've singed my hair one time while I was boiling While boiling blood. blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Alright. Um, I guess, I guess maybe, yeah. But anyway, as like that smell gets like super, super strong... There's a half-knocking, like, half-clawing at the door. So I shit you not, there's this voice, and it sounds like when you see those, like, people on YouTube, like the cats and dogs, who are trying to teach them how to talk. And it just says this in a hauntingly weird tone. Let me the fuck in, stop playing. The same thing that, like, Tanner had said when he was, like, trying to get inside. Um, do you know what I'm talking about with, like, those cats and dogs where they try to teach them how to talk? With the buttons? Yeah, with the buttons. And it was just, like, very monotone, like, let me in, stop playing. Ooh. It says it was so obvious that it wasn't a person talking. It didn't have the right cadence, and it was just some shit that, like, no matter what language they're talking, no matter what they're saying, like, there's usually a cadence of some sort. Like, your voice will go up and down as you're talking, not just, like, one monotone. Yeah. Whatever. And so they keep yelling outside, like, who is it? Stop fucking around. And all that it keeps saying is, like, let me in, let me the fuck in, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like a robot. 
Yep, and it did that for like 15 minutes. The smell eventually went away and like that clawing stopped after a while. And for the next hour or so, you could hear somebody basically creeping around the woods. Like every couple of minutes, it would come back to the door, say something, and then like go back and like you could hear it like walking around the woods. Um, finally, the smell fades away and it's about 2 a.m. Reese just, uh, Reese is the cousin, just says, man, fuck this, opens the door and walks outside with his rifle. Yeah. He just walks outside and, like, fires a shot into the air and is just, like, basically... Come fuck with me, motherfuckers. Basically says something to that extent and then fires the rifle two more times, just, like, talking shit into the woods. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at that point, especially if they're, like, out there, like, kind of partying a little bit, it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I'm a little bit drunk, like, all of the random shit. <laughs> Drunken guns, you know? Drunken guns, the best combination. <laughs> um, and then, so after he fires those two more shots from the woods right up against the river across from the trailer... It sounds like something's, like, kind of, like, talking to itself and, like, making, like, those hooting noises. Yeah. And then it just starts screaming. It says it sounded almost like a woman and a cat in a bag just screaming together. Yeah. And um, it says, I've never heard anything like it. And you can hear the brush over, like, that way just start to shake. Like, it's super fucking loud. Um, Reese immediately runs back inside. I fucking would too. <laughs> Was no longer talking shit into the woods. That's almost like a, like a banshee or something. Yeah, something crazy. Just like how crazy that noise was. Says so they lock the door and they can just still hear like the screaming and. Reese says that. Something had come out of the bushes, super low to the ground, crawling towards the cabin. Ah! And he had shot at it. Like, he shot towards it. He doesn't know if he hit it or not. But um, pretty much the rest of the night, it was just constant screaming for like two hours. And they could hear shit moving out in the tree line, but it never came back into the cabin until everyone had finally fallen asleep. Is when it came back. They they don't at least everyone oh, okay. fell asleep and it was fine. Okay. Um, and then when everyone fell asleep, it came in and gave them all back massages, and it was really weird. Exactly. Um, Tannen's been sitting in the chair watching the door with his rifle. He said that no one else had heard or saw it, so it was just coming from Tanner. Like two days later, after everything was over. He said that he had been nodding off after the screaming noises finally stopped. And he had been almost asleep when he saw someone come out of the bathroom and then lay down in the middle of the floor and go to sleep. Absolutely He gross. assumed it was just one of the, us that, and he nodded off. Then he said he kind of realized what was wrong. And while he was pretending to be asleep, he started counting people. And there were nine people in the cabin. <gasps> And there was only eight before? There was only eight. He basically didn't want to try to, like, shoot at the thing and then have it, like, kill us or, like, shoot at the wrong person. Or have a... 
when he's counting, does he know what one is not the person? Yeah, I think in this, like, he did want, he okay. did know, like, which one it was. But he just, like, didn't want to just, like, try to start shoot, shooting into a group of people. Or sense. have his brother wake up and then start shooting because he's freaking, like, it, it wasn't a good situation to introduce dies. guns to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just ended up staying awake all night, pretending to be asleep, just, like, kind of keeping an eye on it. He said it would stand up and kind of every once in a while and do this weird jittery thing, like it was laughing, like that weird, like convulsing. But and then they it think would this is a goat down. person. And that's what the yeah they said it was like Goat Man, which I think Goat Man and Skinwalkers are kind of similar. Okay. Except like when Sk- Goat Man is like it always has the head of a dog or the head of a goat when it's not. Uh, actively like change into somebody okay 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 but um oh i don't like that yeah then it says so the story closes pretty weak because from my perspective nothing happened we woke up we noticed that tan was a little bit jittery and that he was avoiding kind of looking at them all but they ate breakfast packed up and walked to his house he stayed last in the cabin and said that he'd lock up and bring me my uncle's keys and just to start walking and he'd catch up. And it says we got a little bit up the path and then he came running up and we basically just jogged back to his house and his cousin took us home. And it says eventually there was a window. They found out that there was a window in the bathroom. Tan had gone back up to lock up and look in there that they hadn't and like found that there was the window that they were too stupid to lock and there was no screen on it that sounds disgusting and um when he went there to look at it it was up like the window was up and open yeah they'd been guessing that he'd been doing that all along waiting for us to fall asleep or slip up and then getting in among them and then it walked with us all the way back to his house and then he said it lagged behind the rest of the group and then just looked at Tanner like dead in the eyes and walked into the woods. And that is the end of that story. They never really had another encounter with it. They didn't really stay out in the woods after they had made it back home. I wouldn't ever go back in the woods either, I, to be honest. I don't think I would either. But it is kind of crazy that like it didn't actively hurt anyone. It was it just kind of just... hanging out. Eating yeah, like it was just trying to like blend in and be part of the group. It just wanted to party too. Yeah. But the whole uh, the whole siren banshee death screaming isn't a good sign. That is what worries me mostly. Two cryptids in one little uh, adventure. Exactly, exactly. But anyway, that is all that I have for today. Did you have any news items that you would like to touch upon? I don't think so. Just my grandma's little crochet thing if anyone wants to buy stuff. Buy stuff from Kirsten's grandma. You can follow our Instagram at the Weird and Suspicious. Email the Weird and Suspicious at gmail.com. Twitter's the Weird and Sus. Uh facebook the weird and suspicious pretty much the same but that's it
Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Goodbye.